Do we see Jesus as the living water? Join us as we read and pray through John chapter 4. Hey fellow creations, it's Elijah here. Welcome to the Bible and Prayer Podcast, the show where we simply read a chapter of the Bible and then pray about it. Bible and prayer are fundamental elements of the Christian faith, and we need to build lasting habits of both of these. Join us on the Bible and Prayer podcast every weekday as we strive to make Bible and prayer a habit in our daily lives. Tap that follow button to subscribe to the Bible and Prayer podcast so you don't miss the rest of the Gospel of John and the future books that we'll be covering. Today, join us as we explore John chapter 4, where Jesus reveals himself as the source of true satisfaction and living water to an unlikely woman. So looking at the context of the Gospel of John, in this book, Jesus reveals himself as the divine word become flesh. He reveals his true identity and offers eternal life to those who believe in him. Now, in this book, John paints this really vivid picture of Jesus' miracles, his teachings, and especially his encounters with various individuals, like we're going to see today, kind of showing his divine power, his love, and his authority. He faces rejection and opposition from the religious leaders and goes on to give up his life for our sins, for all those who believe in him, and he is raised from the dead proving that he is uh, God in the flesh. Now we're zooming in on John chapter 4 here today, and we're focusing on this journey that Jesus takes through Samaria. He is, he's going to, he's going to Galilee, and he has to travel through Samaria, a region considered uh, religiously and ethically impure by the Jews. And his disciples are in a nearby town, trying to get something to eat, and Jesus engages in this profound conversation with a Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. This seemingly ordinary encounter becomes a turning point for the woman and for the community, and it reveals Jesus' compassionate nature and message of universal salvation to all who believe in him. So let's go ahead and dive into John chapter 4 and read it together paying special attention to the interaction that he has with the woman at the well here in John chapter 4. Therefore, when the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself didn't baptize but his disciples, he left Judea and departed into Galilee. He needed to pass through Samaria, so he came to a city of Samaria called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being tired from his journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman therefore said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, Oh, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, 
you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. So where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as did his children and his livestock? Jesus answered her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never thirst again, but the water that I give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I don't get thirsty, neither come all the way here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband, and come here. The woman answered, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You said, Well, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and he who you have now is not your husband. This you have said truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship that which you don't know. We worship that which we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such to be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah comes, who is called Christ. When he has come, he will declare to us all things. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who speaks to you. After this, his disciples came. They marveled that he was speaking with a woman, yet no one said, What are you looking for? Or why do you speak with her? So the woman left her water pot, went away into the city, and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything that I did. Can this be the Christ? They went out of the city and were coming to him. In the meanwhile, the disciples urged him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you don't know about. The disciples therefore said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Don't you say there are yet four months until the harvest? Behold, I tell you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, that they are white for harvest already. He who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit to eternal life, that both he who sows and who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true, one sows and another reaps. 
I sent you to reap for that which you haven't labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. From that city, many of the Samaritans believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified, He told me everything that I did. So, when the Samaritans came to him, they begged him to stay with them. He stayed there two days. Many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, Now we believe, not because of your speaking, for we have heard for ourselves and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. After the two days, he went out from there and went into Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came into Galilee, the Galileans received him, having seen all the things that he did in Jerusalem at the feast, for they also went to the feast. Jesus came therefore again to Cana of Galilee, where he made the water into wine. There was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and begged him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Jesus therefore said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will in no way believe. The nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him, and he went his way. As he was now going down, his servants met him and reported, saying, Your child lives! So he inquired of them the hour when he began to get better. They said therefore to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at that hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. He believed, as did his whole house. This is again the second sign that Jesus did, having come out of Judea into Galilee. That concludes the reading of John chapter 4. Now let's dive in and look at a couple of points of application. First off, with Jesus at the well, we see Jesus as the living water. Jesus offers living water that symbolizes a lasting spiritual fulfillment and a connection with God. It's not the stagnant water of the, the well. It is lasting, eternal, living, spiritual water. And Jesus directly contrasts the physical water with the spiritual living water. Jesus shows that he transcends our physical needs and, and points toward a deeper source of satisfaction than what the world and the things of the world can offer. Jesus is the living water. Another thing that we see from Jesus at the well is he breaks down barriers. You know, he encounters this Samaritan woman 
Not only was she a Samaritan, but she was a woman, and yet he spoke to her anyway. He led her to him anyway. He defied societal norms, and he demonstrated God's love for all, regardless of background, regardless of status. He invites us to step beyond prejudices and to embrace everyone, to bring them to the living water. And then, as they are talking, we see Jesus highlights the shift from location-based worship to worship that is in spirit and in truth. He's emphasizing that worship, now that we are made alive through the living water, worship is now from the heart. Worship is in spirit and in truth. It's not about rituals and traditions. It's about the heart of the believer. Do we really believe and are we really led by the Spirit? Have we really come to live from the living water? We're now going to pray about these things together. So join me in prayer as we pray over these principles that we see in John chapter 4. God in heaven, you are so good and so righteous. We love you. We give our lives to you, and we choose to see Jesus as the living water in direct contrast to the water of the world. This world has nothing to offer us that is of any significant or eternal benefit. We reject the water of this world, the stagnant and dirty water of this world, and instead we choose to embrace the living water of Jesus. Please, Father, help us to turn toward him, to drink deeply from this living water, that it may well up within inside of us a spring of living water so that we never thirst again, that we can embrace and drink deeply from that eternal life-giving source of Jesus, the living water. Thank you for the example that Jesus gave of breaking down barriers and reaching out even to the most unlikely of people. We realize, Father, that we might be some of those unlikely people, the people that the rest of the world wouldn't think are worthy. We might even think that we ourselves are not worthy of your love and your compassion, but yet Jesus shatters all of those boundaries and barriers and expectations. Our Lord and Savior, we realize, wants us, and, and so we want to be his children. We want to be his followers. We want to drink of that living water. Thank you so much for Jesus reaching out to us regardless of our past and regardless of our previous decisions, regardless of who we are or what we've done, that we can come to you and we can drink deeply from the living water. Please, Father, help us to change our thinking from that of worldly, physical worship to that of true spiritual worship, that we may worship you in spirit and in truth because we have drunk deeply from the living water. Father in heaven, we pray all these things by the authority of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, that's it for today. Remember, Jesus offers the living water that satisfies our deepest longings. 
Let us break down barriers. Let's seek to worship in spirit and in truth. And let's share his love with a thirsty world. Remember to follow and subscribe and join us next time for John chapter 5. This has been Elijah with the Bible in Prayer podcast. Until next time, we love you all. God bless.